Well, hello and welcome everyone. This is your host, Ken D. Foster. Today, I want to have a discussion with you all around overwhelm and stressed out and burned out. Is that you at all? Maybe it's not you, but I'll bet you know somebody that it is. And, and I'll bet you you've been there before and I'll bet you that you might be there again unless you learn some of the ancient principles and wisdom that can really change things up for you. You know, I had a doctor tell me one time, he says, you know, why do we study ancient principles? Aren't our modern principles really amazing? Don't we know everything in the, in the modern world? Look at the ancients. They didn't have what we have. Well, that's a very limited point of view. Um, and it's, it's actually kind of an ignorant point of view because what it is, it's a point of view that only allows for what's going on today and doesn't take in the principles that got us here. And we have a lot of ancient principles that can create health and wealth and joy and happiness in our lives, right? So today we're going to be talking specifically about some of those principles that can help you to change it up, maybe even create a new lifestyle, maybe even create a new place of wellness in your life and joy in your life. Wow, how would that be? Mm, well, that's exactly what I'm going to do. But before I do that, and I introduce you to my guest, who's an expert in this year, he's in this area, he spent uh, decades studying this and applying it in his practice. I'm going to take a quick break. So we'll be right back. If you or someone you love has developed Parkinson's disease after being exposed to Gramoxone or any herbicide containing the deadly chemical Paraquat, you may be entitled to financial compensation. If you developed Parkinson's and worked or lived on a farm that used Paraquat herbicide treatments with Gramoxone, Firestorm, or any listed brand, call now. You may be entitled to financial compensation. There are time deadlines, so don't delay. If you don't win, you pay nothing. 800-771-3380. Well, welcome back, everybody. And uh, I have my guest in studio with me, uh, Dr. Rao Kalusa. Uh, doctor, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ken. Thank you. Nice to be here. It's so good to have you. Uh, for those of you that don't know uh, Dr. Uh, Kalusa, he is a MD and he's got over 40 years of medical practice uh, in uh, clinical and administrative experience in the United States. He is known for his philosophy of medical practice with prevention and maintenance of health by finding disease origins. That's the key. And uh, not merely just treating uh, diseases or symptoms. So, doctor, I'm so glad that you've uh, you've done the research. You've done what you need to do to know the cause and the cure of so many things. How did you get started on that path? Well, I came from India. I have some inkling of this yoga practice, but I wasn't like a regular practitioner. I know how to do some asanas, that's all. 
But later on, um, when I came to this country, I was exposed to a lot of stress in the hospital because I got a promotion to chief resident. I had to carry a lot of burden. So that was very stressful. Then I took uh, yoga and philosophies of yoga. That really helped me to look at things in a much more, uh, you know, um, simple way. And I started doing that. And that helped me to deal with the stress. Then I started on that. Well, you know, a lot of people don't realize that uh, in, in India, and, and especially in ancient India, um, where they didn't have, uh, quote, medical doctors, they had the yogis. And the yogis used what you just said was asana, posture, to help people to, uh, to heal, right? Can you talk to that at all? Yeah. Uh, yoga is really for the mind, but it tells you how to prepare the body for the mind preparation. So asanas are very important for the body culture. Along with asanas, pranayama, that is the breathing exercise, very important. You know, we don't uh, do the deep breathing on a regular basis. It's very important for us to cultivate that. You know, if you cultivate that, you will see the benefits right away with the breathing. With asanas, you have to take your time according to your body type, how you, how flexible you are, how old you are. But Yoga is such a culture you can you can design for an infant and also you can design for a very frail old man. You know, so it's very customizable, very simple things you can start. I have, for example, what's called head to toe yoga in five minutes, and that is done on an eighty year old woman because she came to me in a wheelchair. She was walking two weeks before that, but she came to me in a wheelchair. Then I told her. Let us do this for you and they customize these yoga routines. And two weeks later, she came back to me walking to the clinic. I love that. Well, you know, some people don't know what prana is. So I want to defend that. You know, prana is our yeah. life force, that life force energy that, yeah. that we learn to control in uh, the practice of yoga. Yeah. And we can send that life force energy into any body part to, uh, to help it heal, help stimulate it to, to get to, to get healthy. Is that is that accurate? Yeah. Breathing exercises are called pranayama. That's the Sanskrit name of it. Prana is the life force. Ayama is extending that life force by breathing deep and pure breath so that you have more breath to, uh, to breathe throughout your life. So That's by cutting down the uh, number, you really breathe longer and then you retain more oxygen and expel more carbon dioxide outside. So that is the essence of it. It's a very, very uh, simple thing. It's basically, diaphragmatic breathing means diaphragm goes down and your lungs expand so that more alveolar space is available, more surface, the exchange of oxygen to carbon dioxide will be there. So you will absorb more oxygen and expel more carbon dioxide out. That's a good thing for the cellular level also. That's really good. You know, would you say that um, uh, all healing comes from prana? Is that is that accurate? Because, you know, I mean, there's, you know, there's massage and there's a lot of, you know, medications one can take and there's a lot of, um, you know, mental work some can do. But ultimately, what what uh, how does prana work in the body to heal? Basically, as you are exercising, it demands more oxygen because the muscles have to work, right? And then more blood will be opened up and going there. If that blood is more oxygenated, then you have more substance to metabolize. 
whatever ingredients we have. And that's called aerobic metabolism. That means more oxygen available. Otherwise, you have anaerobic and then you have this lactic acid that gives us all the cramps and all that. We know that. So on the treadmill, I do the breathing exercise in the yogic way on the treadmill, you know, and then I don't get cramps ever. I never had cramps because of that. Interesting. You know, it's been said that, uh, and I don't know if this is true or not, because I'm not an MD, but I've heard that when the body is alkaline um, mm. uh, rather than acidic, most cancers can't live in an alkaline environment. Is that accurate? That is true. That is the uh, metabolic fact, you know. Um, the acidic uh, nature also goes down as you increase the oxygenation, as you increase the digestion, as you increase the assimilation. All those processes will take place in a better alkaline atmosphere than acidic. But it's a simple term, but there's so much more involved. In general, that is accurate. Interesting. Um, wellness versus uh, illness in yeah. the uh, oriental health systems. Let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah. See, I worked for about 40 some years, right? Uh, I was working as an allopathic doctor, even though I was very preventive oriented and also health maintenance. But there are so many people that wait for things to go far off and then they get into disease where we cannot really completely reverse it or we cannot allow it to not to go to complications or the complications themselves they get you, you know. Instead of that, if you can really be oriented towards the wellness, then you can delay the illness appearance later. And also you can have less illness and also you can recover faster. So I wanted people to really go to the primary end of the prevention where they're eating properly, exercising, sleeping, and then keeping their mind rather clear all the time. And be away from smoking, alcohol, those kind of things, and not uh, having late nights, entertainment, those kind of modern things that we kind of invented, want to improve our life, kind of we made them work against us. So I don't want to really not be aware of whether we are well or ill till the late time. If you are well, my definition of wellness is if you have a strong, flexible body, alert and aware mind, and kind and compassionate heart, loving heart, and also joy in your life. If you are working or you have your family or you are resting, you should be having joyfulness. But people have this anxiety, depression, or not having enough energy or really needing some smoking or alcohol to relax. Those kind of things are something we can easily reverse without doing anything. You know, I never asked this person, uh, anyone this question, but uh, I'm going to ask you, but um, I'm going to wait to have you answer it after the break. But the question is this, is um, uh, a person that's not feeling happy or joy in themselves do you think that might be a first sign of disease uh, stemming in their body? So don't answer it yet. I'm going to take a break. We'll be right back. Here's an important message from the Diabetes Solution Center. Diabetics understand all too well the pain of pricking your fingers. But now, by wearing a small remote device called a continuous glucose monitor, or CGM, you can immediately reduce your pain. It's easy to use and helps you make more accurate diabetes treatment decisions. If you are testing your blood sugar four or more times daily, injecting insulin three or more times daily, or using an insulin pump, call the Diabetes Solution Center right now. 
CBD, you've heard about it. It's helping people relieve chronic pain, improve sleep, and reduce stress. But how do you find science-based products that feel right for you? Feel Good Hemp was started after the founders used CBD oil to help their dad heal from a three-month-to-live diagnosis. They deliver all-natural, lab-tested, high-quality products at affordable prices. So visit feelgoodhemp.org forward slash courage and be sure to use coupon code COURAGE25 to get 25% off your first order. Oh, welcome back, everybody. Uh, this is Ken Foster with the Voices of Courage show. Today, I'm interviewing Dr. Kalusa. He's an MD, and uh, he has uh, right now he's heading as a CEO and Chief Wellness Officer for a company called Be a Pal. We'll talk about that in a minute, which is found on uh, the fusion of modern medicine and ancient wisdom. Okay, let me ask you that question one more time. You know, so is uh, when you have a sense of Maybe, uh, you know, chronic, maybe it's not, you know, maybe everybody has a little sadness or unhappiness now and then, but if it's chronic um, unhappiness or chronic, um, you know, no joy in your life, would you say that's a step towards disease? Yes, because if you take our early childhood and then later, we are generally very energetic, very happy for no reason, and then we are running around. The moment they get hurt, they can sit down and cry, right? But in an older person, you may put up with the pain that you are having, but still you are uncomfortable about doing your job or relating to people and all that. So any discomfort, that's called dis-ease. Normal is being at ease, being at joyfulness. But dis-ease is that ease is gone, that, that shows in your face or in your work or your, your life or relations because you are not joyful within because you are not normal at ease. Wow. Well, listen, I had a friend that um, had a little dot on his arm, a little dot. And, you know, my wife said, hey, that's cancer. And he said, oh, no, that's not cancer. Um, and, uh, you know, and then we saw him again a while later and he she gotten a little bigger. And my wife and I were like, yeah, that's cancer. You need to go check that out with the dermatologist. He said, no, no, no. I'm going to uh, heal this um, holistically. And he started uh, applying uh, black salve and he'd taken a lot of vitamins and cleaned up his diet and did all this stuff. And it kept growing and growing. Uh, and he, I said, you got to go get it. He was definitely afraid of medical doctors. I said, you have to go get this done. You have to get, get that thing cut off. He didn't listen. And uh, a couple of years later, he had his arm cut off, right? He survived it, but he didn't do it. So, you know, a lot of people are the flip side of that. They will not go to somebody that's holistic. They will only go the MD way. And what's your thought about that? Because I, I, yeah, you know, I, I know better, but what are you thinking about? That's a very that? valid point, Ken, because uh, modern medicine had made so many strides of preventing disease. Okay. One of my biggest things in my clinic is cancer prevention, because the earlier you diagnose cancer, the more you can cure it really, or handle it better, you know. So we have always want early detection of the cancer, early detection of any disease and all of that. Modern medicine has developed so many tools to detect better and earlier too. So we have to take that. But what we have to incorporate is 
what are the understandings the ancient healing systems uh, uh, proposed like uh, yoga ayurveda there are the sciences because they developed out of uh, real work of uh, finding the truth about body truth about our breathing truth about our metabolism and all that without understanding both systems what they are good at to scoff at israeli are not being very smart we are losing the wisdom that was generated because that produced a lot of longevity vitality in the body with the ancient system the modern systems more like chemicals but we have to use the chemicals appropriately diagnostic wise we made rapid progress you know with the technology involvement and all that xenon or you know microbiome all those things are very valid uh, to really take care of so having a fear of either of them or not having complete understanding is the problem that's where modern physicians have to have a healthy respect to the uh, wellness but skeptical investigate them and then find out what's the truth about them and then do it i won't prescribe yoga for somebody who has cancer but i may use the yoga way of treating the mind of giving him everything about death and all that when i diagnose moderately and then use the modern meta modalities for the treatment of cancer but i also treat his mind and his approach everything from inside that is where these ancient systems have really especially in the field of consciousness they really explored and thousands of years of work was done we need to get that properly out you know that's what my thing is i'm trying to bring the best of modern medicine along with best of modern uh, ancient wisdom so it's kind of a real we have to study a lot i spent 25 years on this ancient wisdom and then i am a person example i am 67 i don't take any medications but if it is needed i will take them but i don't want to make it a habitual thing i want to live a proper life and then protect my wellness and when i need i will go and get the preventive workup like a medicare gives annual checkup i encourage my patients to get it done all well, you know that that's a that's a really interesting subject because <clears throat> i think that um you know modern medicine has um it's like well you know i know people that are on 8 and 10 medications they they believe they'll be on those medications the rest of their life um so there's that piece but there's also um you know there's a lot of people supplementing and they're taking mm-hmm. a lot of supplements um every single day I'd like to get your hit on that, but I got, again, I got to take a quick break. So we'll be right back and we'll get your hit on supplements and supplements. taking uh, over medicating. Maybe. Hi, folks. Medicare Part C plans with extra benefits like getting money added back to your Social Security check may now be available to you in your zip code. Make sure you're not missing out. It's simple. One, call the number on your screen. Two, they'll look up your zip code and see if you're eligible. Three, they'll check for plans with extra benefits like prescriptions, dental coverage, and the benefit that adds money back to your Social Security check every single month. Call now. I called to get everything I deserve. I called to check my zip code for a plan with a benefit that adds money back to my Social Security check. I called to check my zip code. Millions of people have called the Medicare coverage helpline. Call, check your zip code, see if you're eligible and get what you deserve. Call now. 
Call 1-800-374-2308. That's 1-800-374-2308 now. Well, welcome back, everybody. Uh, name of our show today is The Courage to Explore Ancient Healing Modalities. I have as my guest, Dr. Raul Calusa, and he's an MD who's been uh, experienced in the United States for over 40 years. He's, uh, he's a doctor that looks for the cause and the cure. So we're talking about this uh, supplementing. Um, what, what's your hit on that? You know, uh, do we need supplements every single day? Do we, you know, uh, it, how do we know what we need and don't need? You see, it's a question of how our diet has uh, lost the vitality to some extent, you know. That's why we need the supplements, okay. Mm. So what we do is we do a metabolic workup. We determine are you deficient in anything. Then we need to replace, okay, by vitamin B12 or vitamin D. Absolutely, you know. But how can we improve the diet? For example, simple thing is, Grow vegetables in your backyard, for example, you know, and then use compost, fertilizer instead of chemicals. Then the food you are eating, the topsoil should be protected. So that's a big movement going on. Once your food is vital, it has that vitality, then you will have no need for supplement because they are coming through the food. And if they don't do that, you are deficient in something like a mag- magnesium or anything like that, we have to replace it, otherwise you will be trouble. Modern methods have become like a how we grow, how we transport food, how we store the food, and how we use preservatives to get the food uh, last longer. All those things depriving the vitality. That's one thing we miss. We think it's convenience, but we don't think about what this is going to do in the long run. So at this time, people may be deficient in that. So they're okay to take the supplements. Interesting. Yeah, there are. Uh, there's a school of thought that says that uh, the soil, top soil is so depleted that uh, mm. even if you're growing organic foods, that uh, there's still not uh, the vital life force that you need uh, to put in your body. Yeah. You know, in Saudi Arabia, at one time, it was a green forest. Over farming made that a desert. Arizona was thick forest at one time, thousands of mm-hmm. years ago, I reckon, and that mm-hmm. has lost because of the over farming too. And that is the examples people are bringing out to show us how over farming, not taking the uh, organic nature of the topsoil, is really producing the food that is not really. And also the commercial interests, uh, they may do some things to just to preserve something and that as well. For example, if you make a food, eat it within four hours. From the time you made it, four hours it will be very vital. You can feel the prana, that is the energy in it. The hot, uh, you know, the omelette that's made right away from pan to plate. Anybody can feel that, how good that is. What says the same thing is refrigerated six hours later we eat it we feel the stillness. Interesting. Well, you know, I I know in my own life when we switched from uh, store bought eggs to pasteurized uh, pasture pasture raised not pasteurized pasture raised eggs, um, it was a completely different experience. Uh, you know the the uh, the store bought eggs that we were buying were you know this pale looking yolk that didn't really have much flavor. 
the pasture raised eggs are, are this beautiful kind of a golden, uh, almost orange yellowish yolk uh, that have this incredible flavor. They cost a little more, but you know, it, I feel, I feel vitalized when we eat those. And I, and I, yeah. that's really what we're talking about here. That is organically grown food. Definitely tastes better. And people are cheating on that too, but you have to be careful. The best thing is try to raise it by yourself or uh, maybe 10 families together can have a land and grow things together. That kind of practical solutions are there. And they are adding to your general health also because naturally grown, organically grown food have more fiber and protein too. So if you eat them, you are protected from the chemical nature of the um, fertilizers or insecticides, they can be carcinogenic. Interesting. Well, you know, there there must be, uh, I, I cannot tell you how many different ways that I've heard to increase natural immunity. I can't tell, there's so many different theories and ways that people want to do this. Um, what's your thought on raising natural immunity? How do we do that yeah. naturally, especially when this, you know, these pandemics that are going to be, I guess, sweeping through the world now and then? Um, what, I how have been a pandemic student uh, since 1985 because as a physician, we encountered this antibiotic resistance in that big hospital I was working in. It's a 720 bed hospital. We had 1 million budget for the antibiotics for that year. And we galloped up within three months, all the doctors together. We prescribed so many antibiotics, all the budget is gone. So administrator brought us into the boardroom and said, hey, guys, you can end up to spend one million for supposedly one year. What are you going to do the next month? Then we have to start this antibiotic resistance program where we use only minimal antibiotics as much as possible. And don't want to use all our armamentarium because we have a toolkit. We don't want to use the advanced tools for the simple things, you know. That is what they were doing. Then I got into this bandwagon of antibiotic resistance, pandemics, uh, all the infections and all that. So I have been studying HIV, Ebola as the pandemic happened. And I also know the structure and the thought as what they are talking about, what we are going to do. They have been warning about antibiotics and we are producing superbugs by abusing antibiotics not only in people, but also in the animal. That's the wow. big, big way of antibiotic resistance. So there are three elements in any infection. The agent, which causes infection. And then second one is environment, what we are growing it, and the host. We usually take care of the environment, clean it up. We take care of the bug, taking antibiotics and all that. But we don't pay attention to host. And that is what I, I picked up from the yoga because they said, the lymph nodes are there from head to toe, right? And the lymph really flows from bottom to the heart. Mm. So what we do is a simple routine that they do, uh, three, four minutes, all those lymphatic drainage areas are really massaged in a particular way. Like for example, there are lymph nodes behind the ear and in front of the ear. So you hold on to the low and pull it two or three times. And then you really move. Otherwise, we are not giving any circulation to that. So that active thing, what it does is it regenerates the lymph nodes to generate more lymphocytes. That's a natural process, non-therapeutic, non-invasive. You can do it by yourself and enhance your natural immunity. Diet, exercise, sleep, 
and good sleep very very good sleep restores your body immunity and also clear your head clear <laughs> your that. head every day two times sit down and slate yeah. clean slate yeah yeah well um all right we're on my own time i'm going to take a quick break we'll be right back i want to ask you about prebiotics uh probiotics and we already covered antibiotics, so we'll break. And for all of you, I hope you uh, enjoyed this show. If you have, let your family and friends know about this show. It's uh, all about you. It's about lifestyle. It's about longevity. It's about helping you to really see the unseeable and to know the unknowable and then be able to do the impossible. That's what this show is about. And uh, thank you for joining us today. Mm-hmm. 